the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. And yes, indeed, here we are. And uh, welcome, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. You know, this first hour, you're going to love, we've never really broached this topic before and Come Together San Diego, but there's uh, always time for firsts. And this is going to be a first. We're going to talk about women, uh, uh, prison ministry, uh, women in, in trouble, and how God is pulling them out of that trouble and how God is using his handmaidens to do so. Uh, so we're going to have some really great fun on that topic. And then the second topic, we're in the next hour, we're going to talk about uh, what God is doing on the calendar in San Diego County and beyond. So I want you to meet my first hour co-hosts. Myra Glenn is with New Way Christian Ministries. Hey, Myra. Hello. Praise God. <laughs> and um, Maria Rapolier, she is with the Rock Church uh, Point Loma. And thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. You know, I, I when I had an op- ind- independent opportunity to meet with each one of you. You were talking about women uh, ministry, uh, w- women in jail and how you minister to them. And I go, it would be fun to, because each one of you are in slightly different environments. Mm-hmm. I said, let's bring them both on together and Amen. see what Holy Spirit wants to do. Hallelujah. So let's Amen. start with kind of a, a brief overview of what God is doing to you and through you as it relates to ministry. And we only have maybe 10 minutes in this segment. So I want each one of you to kind of give a brief overview. So once we do that, our listeners are, they know who they're talking with, who they're listening to, and then we'll jump into stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Myra, why don't you, why don't you begin? Yes. I uh, minister down at the Metropolitan Correctional Center, and I've been doing that for about three years now. And I just love it. It is my heart. Um, it reminds me of when Paul and Silas were locked up in prison. They were thrown into prison, beaten with rods and cuffed at the feet. And they were thrown into prison for ministering God's word. Ooh. And, you know, but at about that midnight hour, about that midnight hour, uh, the angel of the Lord came and shook the prison doors open and the the they Paul and Silas they got to singing hymns and praising God and it shook that prison door open as well and then you know the the angel of the Lord just opened that door and 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 the jailer he thought that they had get gone out but Paul had to remind him we're over here <laughs> we are we're we're still here and and so that's you know and that's what the the prison is all about they're they're in prison doors they're locked 
physically behind the pr- prison doors, yes. but they can come out of that prison through the word of God. That's right. They're locked in physically, but there's no reason why they can't be set free Hallelujah. in the spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. Because I, like I was fire. once bound, We're going to talk more the about Lord that. set me free. <laughs> We're going to talk more about that <laughs> yes. in, in future segments as well. Yes. Okay, Maria Rapalia, uh, what's the story with you? Well, I started prison ministry in the year 2000, even though I had made every effort to start before then. And the Lord, the Lord gave me a Isaiah 61, and Isaiah 61 talks about the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, and the spirit of the sovereign Lord was upon me, for the Lord had anointed me to bring the good news to the poor, and he has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim the cap, to the captives that will be released and the prisoners will be freed. And that really resonated with me because even though I had never been in prison, I myself had been a prisoner. It was in a spiritual prisoner, emotional, and there were so many things in my life when I got saved that I felt like I had been broken through out of a prison. So I had great compassion for the prisoners. And when I got an opportunity to join um, the different prisons that I attended at the time was Las Colinas, Donovan, MCC. I was just overjoyed. And, and, uh, I was, I didn't, I wasn't so good as I later became, but I took a chance. I took a chance and, and it always worked out because I really believe that when we put Jesus in front of someone, things happen. And out of that, I saw miracle after miracle. And uh, I had one person that I remember came into my class at one point, and she had 33 years coming uh, sentence. And what happened is that after we prayed, I I prayed for her. I gave her a few prayers to pray. Uh, She came back a couple of months later, and uh, her sentence was down to six months. From what? From 33 years to six months. <laughs> because? Because of the Lord. Because he's a mighty God, just like yes, Paul. Lord. She prayed. She worshiped. She was so excited about that class. She would always bring people, and she was making sure she recruited Amen. many of people. Wow. So those are the kind of experiences that were so encouraging, seeing them get a hold of God yes. and just just be transformed right yes. inside their cells and coming out in a in a such a beautiful way. You know, Maria, we're going to talk more about that. And, and uh, Myra, you've got a, many stories as well. I know oh, yes. you do. Oh, I've, yes. just, I've just talked with you for a few moments, <laughs> and I already know that you're filled with stories. Hallelujah. But now bo- both of you are actually ministering. You, I, I understood from you, uh, uh, Maria, that you're going into the GEO downtown system. Yes, I will be going there um, next, but I'm not in there yet. Okay, but, but you've I, been approved and you're about ready to go there. So you had a lot of experience. Yes, 18 years experience wow. with Las Colinas. Wow. And, and, and Myra, you're at the uh, downtown, the county jail system, and you, inv- is that right? And you Where's in- the metro, um, the metropolitan um, center. Yes. So they're like um, federal prison, and they um, have a, a little while there until they get Fully sentenced. I see. So yes. then, and they're they're on the road to the into to the, the federal big whammy, <laughs> as they say. But you know, God can cut cut that down. Yes. You know? And I suspect being in, in an environment like this, the women are going. Well, I've, now I've done it. 
<laughs> now I, I need to. I, I I'm starting to realize that I'm having to pay pay the freight for some of these things. But uh, you come along, uh, uh, Myra and Maria, and you say, "Let me tell you the other side of the story." How That's wonderful right. is that? It doesn't. It doesn't have to. You know, they. You know, some some of them. They're there because they 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 can't hear God on the the outside, and then they get in prison and they can hear the voice of God. And then you know, and they're looking for this. Long sentence, long, like she said, they were, she was supposed to get 33 years, but she wind up doing six months, you said? Six, six months. months, yes. Okay, six months. And so now it doesn't have to be that sentence that they, they're going there for. It's just however God sees it because sometimes, you know, they they don't, they, they, it does, the crime doesn't fit, the, the time doesn't fit yes. the crime that yes. they that they did. Yes. So I think we're going to have such a great hour together. One of the things, my listening friend, I always like to try to take this and, you know, you may not have ever been concerned about spending time in jail, but a lot of, a lot of us have put ourselves in jail cells or restrained us from God's best. And so what I want you to be able to do is extrapolate the truths that these two powerful women of God are going to share with you because there are natural prisons and there are supernatural prisons. Yes. There are prisons that other people put you in and there are prisons that you put yourself in. Yes. We're going to, in this show, we're going to deal with all of those and how God wants to set you free. So we've got about a minute left in this segment. So what I would like to do is, uh, Myra, I would like to have you Go first. I want you to proclaim freedom to our listeners. And, and take about, this is going to be about 30 seconds, and then I'm going to have, have uh, Maria proclaim freedom to our listeners, and then we're going to launch into other things. So lay that proclamation upon our people. Lord God, we proclaim freedom in the name of Jesus. Lord Father God, you're able to set the captives free, Lord Father God. You can set the captives free, Lord Father God. Lord, Father God, you can put your hand and you can do anything but fail. There's no failure in you. And we proclaim freedom and let them get out and proclaim your name in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Um, Myra Glenn, New Way Christian Ministries. Uh, thank you for that proclamation. And now, drum roll, brrr, Maria Rappelier, lay it on us. Lord, uh, you came to set the captives free. That was your heart, Lord. And we just pray for anyone, Lord, that feels anything less than the best that God has for them, Lord, that they would come out, Lord God, that they would call upon you and see that you are good and that your plans for them are greater than their own plans, Lord. And I just declare these plans, your plans, over every hearer, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that you have set a time for them that they would be set free from whatever prison that they're in right now, Lord. And even those that are might be in physical prison, Lord, give them that great hope that they await so long, Lord God, that it all it's all in you that there's a way out, Lord. And we just thank you and praise you, and we give you all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. Well, my listening friend, can you sense that the Holy Spirit is moving mightily in this show, even in the first segment and beyond? We're going to dig more deeply into some of the things that God is using to transform lives in your prison life as well, but also in the natural prison environment, not only physically, but literally from the inside out, from the jail cell, and from whatever jail cell or restraint you have in your life as well. God wants to set us all free. We're going to find out more about that with Myra Glenn and Maria Rapolia. Kaz, we will be right back.
This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And we're back, and uh, I have to smile at Myra because uh, the same scripture that I had put into the script she had written down on her piece of paper, and that's in Acts 16, where Paul and Silas were actually in the prison, and they were prisoners, and they realized because of their their binds, that they the bind that they were in, I guess literally, they worshiped and they praised God and they entrusted Him, and the shackles fell from their their feet and, and the doors of the prison opened, and how remarkable is that? And I think not only is there a natural application to that, but the spiritual application, my friend, is that God wants to set us free from whatever is imprisoning, imprisoning us. And, uh, you know, you, you can look in the mirror and you go, yeah, I've had this problem that I have not been even willing to give away to the Lord because I was embarrassed or, or I didn't know what to do or what to say. God's going to heal you of that in this, uh, in this hour. And uh, we have Maria, our Myra Glenn and Maria Rapalia with us, and they are... Uh, experienced in prison ministry in the natural and also seeing people set free in the spiritual side of this. Ladies, let's talk a little bit, a bit about some interesting, what do we say, interactions that you've had with some of these these women. You, you, I think it was, Mario, you're talking about they're going into a prison environment and they're, all, they're going, oh, what did I do? I mean, how do I get out of this? And you were talking about it, Maria, too, about the, their hearts were changed. One of the things... God does to get our attention is he lets us see the other side of the equation so that we can repent and turn from it. And so in in, in microchasm, that's what's going on in the jail environment. So I'm interested to hear your stories about some of these people who had a revelation when you began sharing the the truths of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Maria, let's start with you. What stories, do you have a story that you want to relate? And then I'm going to ask the same question to Myra Glenn. Sure, I'd love to. Um, I had a a woman, a nice young woman at and during my class, and she came in, and, and she was just filled with the Holy Spirit. She was very um, convinced of, of the Lord, but she had been uh, put there because of not her fault. She had taken, uh, she was crossing the border and decided to grab um, whatever her son had in his pocket and put it in her purse, and so she took the brunt so her hus- so her son can continue to go to school and whatever. But when she got to the prison, um, she had a, a major encounter, a beautiful encounter with the Lord. And he desi- redesigned her life in every way. And so she went to court and, and uh, she had also had a long, a long sentence that was uh, cut in half. And, and, but she became the minister to the other women. Oh my. So when she came, I would pray for them, and she would finish and and begin to sing, and she could sing. And she, uh, us as ministers, when we go in, we can't touch, we can't lay hands, uh, we can't have, we have we have limitations. But she was my hands. She was able to to lay hands and hug and minister to the other women, and and she was just so different. And so she got to tell me her whole story, what happened in court. And and how the Lord just set her up for a new life. Yes. Right before she she left the prison, and there's an enormous amount of of uh, stories like that, and and I believe that's what keeps us going. 
Yes. That's what keeps us motivated. That's what keeps us excited about just going behind those doors and speaking yeah. to the prisoner. Yeah. And and that was that really, it's remarkable. It was just so beautiful to see that changes. Now, not everybody receives that major encounter. They some people go through a process as they learn the word, as they develop, as many others go in and minister. But there's people that have miracles, and these women that I spoke about um, have had, those were miracles. Yes, Maria, you know, it reminds me of a story. You know, we we have so much we owe to the Apostle Paul for writing so many wonderful books. Many of those books were penned while he was incarcerated, or at least house arrest. Mm -hmm. And uh, so sometimes God uses our containment to uh, as an opportunity for us to to set other people free, you know, John on the uh, on uh, the the uh, island of Patmos, for example, he was basically imprisoned there. Oh, yeah. And h- how powerful he he, he gave us <laughs> the book of the Revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ yeah. in that re- restraint or containment. So, uh, Myra, I'm sure you have a few stories as, as well. We have a few minutes in this segment. Why don't you share an example of what happens to women when they are confronted with this? sentence or with the incarceration and God's intervention in all yes, of this. Um it's 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 one lady that um she she would always worry. She's been a worry ward since she's been there. She's um and and she you know talk, we talk about it, but I give her that scripture and everything, you know, give it to take it to the Lord in prayer. Don't worry about nothing but in everything in prayer, supplication and thanksgiving. I said, if you do those three things, God will work on your behalf. Because if you keep on like uh, giving in and taking it back, t- giving in and taking it back, you know, you're not going to hear from God like that. But if you do those three things, prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, God will work it out for you. And so she tried it the Lord's way. So it did work out for her because um, she just could not rest in her spirit. But then she did those three things, and then God worked it out for her in her uh, court, and then and then on her decision that was made. She got ten years, but for what she done, that was that was good on her behalf. But then I said, the Lord still, you still can get to the place where you're gonna be at, and God will cut it down more. But He just wants you to minister to the the where you at right now. And then, you know, he'll, he'll work everything out for good of those who love God. That's right. Let me ask you both a question. Um, and uh, since you're the last to speak, Myra, I'm going to ask you to answer first, and then Maria as well. In the, in the judicial system, when they come before a, a judge, is there any weight that the judge sees a difference in the person's character by virtue of the Holy Spirit in them and on them? I mean, does that have an impact on uh, sometimes their sentencing, sometimes does it have an impact on other uh, inmates when they see a person's heart that this person is a safe place to go? Tell us a little bit about that, and I'm going to ask Maria the same question. I'm pretty sure it does hold weight because if you're, uh, you've are you gotten uh, saved when you're in jail and the, the Holy Spirit, see, the Holy Spirit is God, and we are spirit. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit mm. and in truth. So, you know, when they are filled with the Spirit, I'm sure it has another impact where they are get a lighter sentence because this is they see the Holy Ghost inside of them and it ch- turns things around. Yes, and I'm sure that there are a lot of ladies that have 
Holy Spirit within them that they can really impact uh, an entire jail cell block. In yes, fact. yes, 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 yes. Maria, uh, that was a very that that's a very good question. Many, many. That's everybody's request. Will you pray for my court day? Will you pray that yes. I would get? And um, many, many times I prayed. Uh, they saw prayer come to pass. They saw a change in in everything the judge's heart. And, and sometimes all you can do is pray, because uh, many people can go in there and say, "Well, I did this, uh, I did that," and in the prison, and and you know, a lot of people have said things like that, and they still things don't. They're still doing something that's not right. But when you pray for that judge and you pray for favor Sorry, on their yeah. behalf, God moves. He does. And that is the kind of work that's part of the work that we do is to be part of their life in that moment to make a difference in every event. And that includes their court date. Yes. And, you know, there's a, different people are, are in incarceration for different reasons. And some people are very hardened. And it takes a little bit more time for them to come to an awareness that God really is there and he is desiring to help them. And other people, they realize immediately they made a big mistake, but there they are in the midst of things and Holy Spirit may be able to impact them more quickly in light of that. You know, we've got a couple minutes in this segment. I just want to remind my listeners, the things that are going on in the courthouse, in the natural, God has a supernatural courthouse. And guess who gets to be the judge (laughs) <laughs> and guess who gets to be the jury is God himself. Mm. And the Bible talks about the government on his shoulders and, and being the righteous judge of all things. I, I, if you have to make a petition, it's better to make one who has the ability to totally set you free, not only oh, for the next few years of your life, but also through eternity. And so my listening friend, whatever imprisonment you might be facing, it could be uh, a, a a marriage environment or a relational environment. It could be work-related. It could be just yourself, putting it all on yourself. God wants to set you free of those things. And uh, with the, for the, as we did in the last segment, I want my two jailhouse ministry ladies to proclaim a level of freedom for wherever you are. And I'm, this time I'm going to ask you to focus on the people that are listening that have encased themselves in some kind of prison that they don't know how to get out. And I want you to declare God's freedom to them right now. And uh, Myra, why don't you start? I declare in the name of Jesus, freedom in the mind of the listeners, Lord, Father, God. We don't know what prison they are in, in the natural. But Lord, you're able to set the captives free again, Lord, Father, God. You're the only one can lift the burden, Lord, Father, God. And we pray, Lord, Father, God, that we will, that you, God, in the name of Jesus, will set the captives free. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Go ahead. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just release and and speak to every here and declare freedom over them, your freedom, Lord, the freedom of the Lord Jesus Christ to come upon them, Lord, and to give them revelation of what you have for them. Everybody's in a different level, Lord, and we know it. And I pray that you will touch each person at the point of their need and that you will bring about, Lord God, a complete revelation of who you are in their life and how much you love them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Uh Oh, wow. Maria Rapoglia and Myra 
Glenn, how remarkable. My friend, I have to confess, I have an ulterior motive for doing this show because I wanted to showcase how God can use different people to set other people free. And while you think you're in prison, sometimes God puts you in a restraint in one way or another so that you can have experience to help other people get out of it as well. So up next, we're going to have Maria Rapolia and uh, Myra Glenn, who have great experience in the prison ministry tied to women. Uh, Some more stories. I think we're going to have some more stories about uh, how God has set other people free. And I think, my friend, as you listen through this, you're going to realize there are big old messages for YOU. So Myra and Maria and Kaz will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hi, I'm Cheon, President and Founder of Harvest International Ministry in Pasadena, and I want to make an apostolic declaration. God loves San Diego, and I declare revival and transformation of San Diego. I declare heaven on earth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And we're back again. You know, I I have to laugh how Holy Spirit orchestrates things. You know, on my list of topics to discuss, um, I hadn't shared this in great detail with our ladies, Maria Rapolier and Myra Glenn. I hadn't shared that. And uh, Maria broke into basically how God is also ministering to her as she's ministering to all these other people. And I said, Maria, have you looked at my, my, my shot sheet on what we're going to do, my you know my show sheet and she goes no i haven't i so i read to her exactly what we we're going to do and it's exactly what she said to me in, during the break <laughs> don't you just love it holy spirit you know here, here's the thing whether you're in a natural prison or a spiritual prison whether it's in your mind or in reality god can use this you know the bible talks about the things that happen to you god can use for your good so we're going to just kind of turn this question around and introspectively ask uh, Maria Rapolia and Myra Glenn how their ministry to other people has actually ministered to them. And uh, Myra, why don't you take uh, take the first crack at this? Okay. Yes, I um some when I'm down at the prison ministry, they are ministering to me as well because when we read about the 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 Holy Bible, when we read the Holy Bible. You know, the faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we, when we read God's word, his word is true. And when we talk about the scriptures that we read, we go around to each and every one of us. And we talk about what that word of God means to us. And while they, the, I forget that I'm in jail because they are ministering to me. <laughs> me. It sounds like they are the one outside and they're ministering because they know God. Just because they're in jail doesn't mean they don't know God. Yes. And so they ministered to me as well. And how I got into this, and you know, it was like David Jeremiah's church, some kind of way I used to get emails from them. And then it, the, the prison ministry popped up in some kind of way. Then the other uh, popped up about the Metropolitan um, Center downtown. 
And that's just how I came. They had a uh, opening for me, me to come down there to uh, minister, and that was on a Wednesday. And I said, well, you know what? Okay, yeah. I said, the Lord pushed me into that. I said, I said, open the door, Lord, because I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do for you. So he opened up that door for, for me to minister down there, and they ministered to me, and that's how that goes. We go <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> you know, one of the things, that what you said, Myra, is so so true. A lot of people go, you know, I, you know, I love the Lord, but what am I going to do with my life? You just said, Lord, you show me the ways and show me some doors to open. Mm-hmm. And you probably hadn't thought too much about getting involved in the prison ministry. Right. You know, and all of a sudden, that uh, that door opened up, and you go, okay, let's see. And But what the ulterior motive of God was, not only are you going to minister freedom to these people, but there's going to be some words that you're going to give them to give to Myra as well. Right. See, God's got this big old plan. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you. So so let's talk a little bit about you, Maria. What uh, personal benefits are you gleaning when you're actually face-to-face with these women in prison? It, it's just been such a blessing. It's it's just so special. It's been so special to me. It um, really taught me how to love the fallen. And, and, and you can't help but to fall in love with the ministry when you're there, seeing the impact and just what it does to them as you love them because your love is challenged. Your love is truly challenged when you're there. And and um and and it's good because then you under you know, you see yourself what level you're in at that level. And and I did I uh, I was really, really uh equipped to go there spiritually at first, but it didn't mean that I knew how to put messages together. Right. I had so, to. so yeah. What you're saying is you may not necessarily have felt equipped, just obedient, right? And that the Lord gave equipped you as you went. And my listening friend, this is yes, an encouragement to you. Definitely. I don't. I'm not capable. I'm not competent to do these things. You just be obedient and move into whatever that calling is, and God will equip you. Isn't that right? Exactly. And then there was many times where I came in with my word and I put some little dividers. And I was like going through that and I had it all. And eventually I just opened the Bible. There was times when I went in with the team and nobody had a message. And I said, I had a message, you know, because I had been developed. And I put I put myself in a position where I was forced to develop in the word, which cost me so many benefits. It increased my faith and just my my um, my uh, love and my tolerance for the kind of things that happen. I'm going to tell you a story. And this was the one of the most interesting stories I had, because right now there's a lot of uh, controversy, you know, with with the uh, the, the people with the uh, gay and, and, and all this. And, and I found two young girls. I went out there. Nobody would come to the class. I only had like two people. So I usually go out there and invite them in and I invited a couple of young ladies. They came in, and they were very touched by the message. And then they asked me, um, what if you're gay? And I said, do you still read the Word and still seek God? And I just encouraged them, encouraged them, and ultimately they ended up telling me they were born like that. And I said, God still loves you. God's going to take you. Whatever you the excuse. keep praying. Let, let God in just and let him clean up the mess. Him, and, and I just had to <laughs> encourage him. And they were so broken when I when I just Amen. insisted that God loved them just like they were. Yes. Just go to your word 
and ask him what he wants you to do because I'm just here for a little while. And they were so touched. They they asked me when I was going to come back. And those are the kind of stories where I was challenged to, what am I going to do with this? I'm going to just love them. Yes, That's Amen. what they need. They need God's word. They need to learn that he loves them. And, and he'll do whatever he needs to do in his time when they're ready or whatever needs to happen, like he did with me. Yes. My sin was my sin. Amen. It might have not been called anything, but it was just as bad. When I was down, oh, my God, you know, they were bad. And so I don't, I never, I never, never uh, wonder if God's going to do anything because if he could do it for me, he could do it for anybody. Hold those thoughts because we're going to dig more deeply into those and also some final encouragements to you as we uh, get into the last portion of this five to six o'clock hour. My listening friend, I hope you're being stirred by this. God's got a plan. He had a plan for you listening to this show. He has a message for you. And part of it has to do with if he gives you a vision to do something, even if you feel like you're ill-equipped, don't worry about it because he will equip you at the right time, at the right place. And Look out, because Holy Spirit and you, what a magnificent team. We're going to talk more about these things when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And we're back. We're just marveling about how God is pulling this show together, not only for this one hour, but also to dovetail with the next hour. Uh, Julia Gendron is with me in the next hour, and we're going to talk a little bit about what God does to bring you into an environment. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I wanted I want to do something that uh, is impactful, but I don't know what to do. I'm I'm ill-equipped. And God goes, you watch and see. So in the next hour, my friend, we're going to talk a little bit about what God is doing in San Diego County. But there are also some tasks or some ministry opportunities that he has earmarked for YOU. <laughs> so we're going to talk more about that. But right now, we we're, we're talking uh, about the women in jail ministries. We've got uh, Myra Glenn, who is tied to uh, New Way Christian Ministries, and um, Maria Rapalia, Rock Church, Point Loma, and they're both involved in prison ministries and uh, how very impactful. But it's, it once you realize that God's in the mix, you realize it's so much broader than just this focus of the prison ministries. God's using this to empower you in your future ministries as well. One of the things, Myra, during the break you talked about, you felt like you were Jonah, and sometimes you felt like you were Moses. Why don't you recount those experiences so our listening friends can profit from your observations and revelations that God has given you? Yes, it did. It felt like I was uh, Jonah because I was always running from the Lord because I was a backslider, and I was always running from the Lord. And the Lord wanted me to always, you know, do what I'm supposed I'm, I'm supposed to be on this earth doing a, his plan, his will. And I just want the Lord to have his way in my life. And I want to be do what I'm supposed to do, his purpose on this earth. So I always would run from the Lord. And then... As in Jonah. As in Jonah, <laughs> yes. And then I was a Moses. I'm saying... Lord, how am I going to say? What am I going to say? I got a speech impairment. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to read a scripture and say, you know, expound upon it. I don't know how to do any of that, Lord. 
I said, if you want me to do something, you're going to have to show me. Yes. You're going to have to show me and what you want me to do. And here comes the prison ministry, open the door for me to go. And here I am and what I did. And I just like got into there. And it's, it just feels like I just been doing this for the, a long time. It really is. It's really natural. And I just love it. That's one of my calling is the prison ministry. And I'm glad you said one of your callings. And my friend, here's the deal. God, you know, God is giving you revelation on how you can impact other people. And he may open a door. It may be a prison ministry kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that's a calling. It is not may, perhaps not the fullness of your calling. But once you get uh, acclimated to the freedom that God gives you and helping people get out of the uh, emotional prisons that they're in, even while they're incarcerated, that applies to life. And so that calling that you have automatically gets bigger and bigger, and you have more confidence to go out into the real world and and say, Lord, here I am, send me. (laughs) Oh, go over to this lion's den over here, you know, and all of a sudden you go, Wait a minute! I thought the other thing was a lion's den. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> it that wasn't bad. Even. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what God is doing to you, my listening friend, is He's saying you've been sitting around waiting for that ministry to arise. Open your eyes. Yes. And that ministry is before you, and it may expand from that to other things, to other yes. things, to yes, other Lord. things. And because God has plans for you that are bigger than just you sitting in a pew on Sunday morning. Yes. And that's and 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 that's and that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maria, it's your turn. Lay it on us. I uh, started uh, the, with the desire of Pearson Ministry in 1994. I had been saved for about five years, and I had a very very good friend that ended up in Las Colinas, and I realized every time somebody mentioned that she was in Las Colinas, I would break out and cry and cry, and so when she came out, I followed her and. She went to a, she started going to Bible study at a halfway home. And I, I told her one day, I really want to be there with you. I want to learn the Bible because I had already been saved. And when I got there, I, I just wrote there, you know, never been in prison. Mm-hmm. And, and I broke out and gave them my testimony. I was so broken telling them how I really had. That's when God revealed to me, yes, you have been in prison. Mm-hmm. And I had, it had been a very, very, at that time, speaking on my testimony, I would still break and cry and cry because it was, it was hot. It was fresh, fresh inside came out of it. And so I went there and when and the leader moved on and she left me in charge of teaching the Bible study. So it was not, it didn't last too long because I wasn't really confident yet, that confident. So what happened is I continue to prevail to join prison ministry. Mm-hmm. And the church where I was at kept, you know, just putting it off. And then I, eventually my time came in 2000, in the year 2000, and I was excited. I, I got a doors open at MCC, which yes. is Metropolitan Correctional Center, Donovan, and I went to all of them. And so um, eventually I merged out of there and just kept going into Las Colinas and my walk was forever, ever changed. I was, that was my focus in life is to set time aside to do that. And I just totally uh, just merged into that. And that was my main ministry. Now, it, it, it's not a popular ministry. A lot of people don't want to go there. Yeah. They, everybody questions you. Why are you there? They, they're not learning anything there. You know, especially other correctional soft officers that I knew. And I'm like, you know. 
I know God, I know the hope, and it's there, and it happens, and you just kind of have to fluctuate through all that discouragement and, and replace it with Jesus yes. encouraging you. And he just encouraged me also so much. And just seeing the changes and seeing the development, seeing them, everybody wants to be better. Mm-hmm. When you're behind four walls, they want to be better. They just don't know how. And you're showing them the way, and it's based on the Scripture and the Holy Spirit. You know, my friends, if you haven't sensed what God's doing in the United States and in the world, there's a transition that's going on right now. And uh, Maria um, and Myra all spoke about it in abstract. I want to bring it into sharper focus. The church age is transitioning into the kingdom age. And the church age mentality is you have to wait till somebody assigns you a ministry and you go, okay, well, I can do children's church or I can do youth church or I can work with the seniors or I can uh, do a nice display out in the, in the, in the, in the sanctuary or I can do all these different things. And those are, I'm not talking against those. Those are fine. But the kingdom age mentality is Holy Spirit, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? And he's going to put you in those environments and empower you to do that. And can you imagine if everybody who's, you know, it's wonderful you're spending time in a church environment, but God says there's a whole world out here. And sometimes the definition of who who you are and what you're called to do hasn't even been communicated yet. Nobody knows what you're able to do. You may have a ministry that nobody even imagined, but God's going, do that. It could be a writer. It could be a a broadcaster, but Mm -hmm. it could be something in going right down into the heart of an issue or an environment where other people dare not go or never even thought to go. And God says, you're this person. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine how God is going to impact this earth? In the kingdom mentality, it is the different churches uh, gathering together in harmony one with another. (laughs) And it's also God's believers knitting themselves together in a way that nobody could imagine. And all of a sudden, in fact, you know, each one of you two ladies had never really known or met each other. But if one can chase a thousand, two can chase 10,000. And my listening friend, as you partner with somebody else in the body of Christ, and you, and you guys just get talking Hallelujah. and you go, well, you know what? I've kind of had a heart to do this. I've had a kind of heart to do that. And Holy Spirit's going, well, and you go, are you kidding me? And But here's the deal with, with pastors and leaders. More and more, their mindset is, because Holy Spirit's stirring this in them too, uh, they're becoming more and more receptive to these little bit abstract uh, ministry callings that you may have. They go, go for it, and let's see where God takes this. And all of a sudden, the church gets to be the church, and people groups uh, and ethnic groups are impacted like never before because of a level of freedom yeah. that you and I have how remarkable is that? Now we've got about five minutes left in this in this uh, this first hour, so we've spent a little bit of time together. I want each one of you to extrapolate a little bit on what we talked about and really be an encouragement to our listeners. And you go, I don't have anything written down like that, and I'm putting us all on the spot and say, yeah, I don't have anything written down on that as well. But let's entrust Holy Spirit to see where He wants to go with this, Myra, and just uh, speak from your heart and about encouraging our listening friends. You know, we've been sitting around waiting for God to say, get into this ministry or have somebody invite you into this ministry thing. Why? Why why not just allow Holy Spirit to take you there and there will be people surrounding you that will empower you or, or raise your, lift your arms to be a success in that. You want to speak to that briefly and I'm going to ask uh, uh, Maria to do the same. Okay. Well, you know, the Lord, you know, the Lord has a purpose 
for each and every one of us to do his will, what his purpose is for us on this earth. And we just got to, you know, get into that. And, you know, we can't be at the place and say, Lord, you have to uh, bring it to me and what you want me to do. Just like you said, we have to get into that environment around different people and uh, different situations to put us into where we should be. And, you know, and that may be our calling wherever we may be at. And we need to be where he wants us to be. But, you know, it may not be behind at the church where the four walls is. It might be on the, the outside. Yes. You know, there's a scripture that brought, was brought to mind as you were speaking that, um, Myron, that is, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who try to build it. So when God is stirring you to build that house, which is you, mm-hmm. which is Myra Glenn, mm-hmm. and, he, and, and he says, I want you to build this house, uh, but let me build the house with you. And people are going to be amazed at this structure of this house called Myra. And uh, you're going to do some things that other people just hadn't even imagined mm-hmm. because I called you. Hey, Myra, have I told you recently unique. that you're unique? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Well, then let me share with you my thoughts about this. And you go, Lord, you know, I was thinking of the same thing. And he goes, blows on it and go do there it. There you go. Yes. <laughs> for the Lord, for the glory, for the glory exactly. and honor of God. <laughs> Maria Rappelier. I encourage everyone to um, take the next step and realize what your vision is. And I express my vision in a few words, simply living my life for Jesus and doing everything that I need to do to please him in every area. And that means my talk, my relationship, accepting my role as a total servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say some, that again, a total servant. A total servant. Wow. A total servant. And sometimes I didn't get to that place right as I entered the the ministry, I got to that place as I realized what I was doing, where God had called me. I had turned my life in to him, and he began to reveal to me what my role was, his total servant. And I, I happily and lovingly accepted. It's not easy. Sometimes you will have a position like everybody else, but you stay firm and look to the race that he said before you. Amen. And you're going to win. The book says we win. (laughs) So we may have any battle, any, any deep, any ministry that you want to start will have its battles. Yes. But we fight in the spirit through prayer and we have to be tough in our faith and believe not only for ourselves, but for those people that we reach out to and believe for them and see the transformation because the transformation comes from above. Yes. It comes from the Lord. And he will set you up in a place where you would be amazed Hallelujah. beyond your wildest dreams. So I encourage you to and, and ask you to bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And just keep doing that, and he'll lead you to the right place. Yes. But I do encourage you to seek out how to work with the prisons. We invite you in. Uh, every church has a prison ministry, and if it doesn't start one, there you get go. connected with other people that have started one and learn. Everybody's open, but they do need our help. That's right. And that's we are doing Jesus' work because remember he said in the book of Matthew that 
as 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 much as we go to these prisoners, we are going to Him. Yeah. Amen. And it's Him who we're speaking with. Wow. No matter how hard it looks, it's Him because He loves them. Yes. And that's just a beautiful walk that I I encourage you. It'll keep you well. completely well and focused. So when. As Maria is talking about this, I'm just thinking about so many people that listen to this. And my pastor friends, here's what's happening. If you haven't noticed, God is stirring up the people in your congregation to do stuff. Yes. And he's calling you and he's whispering in your ears and say, <clears throat> I want you to <laughs> listen to what they have to say and see this. This is my doing in them. And let's see how we can incorporate that into your my vision for you in this church environment, but even beyond that, allowing your people to kind of reach out to other people. And guess what? The church in San Diego County, the church in San Diego County will become the church in San Diego County. And people are going to go, you know, I thought you went to this church. Yes, I do. I thought you went to this other church. Yes, I do. Well, how come you're incorporating together and how come God is using you both in tandem with one another? Because God has a vision for San Diego County that goes beyond the individual church is and into his church. My listening friend, I I want to thank uh, um, Myra and Maria for joining me on this. Myra Glenn with New Way Christian Ministries and Maria Rapalier Rock Church, uh, Point Loma. And uh, thank you for joining me in this hour. My friends, I hope you were encouraged because God's got big plans for you. Maybe maybe prison ministry may not be, but what we hope this hour has done is inspire you Mm -hmm. to take that step, listen to Holy Spirit, and make a move because God has been waiting for a long time for you to make that move. My, my friends, uh, come together San Diego, and my next hour guest will be with us. So do not go away, because I'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Oh, man, we had a good time in that hour, but guess what? It's going to be magnificent in this hour as well because I've got sitting across from me my co-host for this hour, and she's been a friend for some time. I, in fact, I've observed her. She's in the thick. Every time I go to an event, and I go, this is this is where the action is. All of a sudden, Julia Gendron is right there, and I'm going, how did you get did the whole, same Holy Spirit tell you about this? And she goes, she's she's there, and she's in the thick of it. And Julia, it's, it's good to have you. Julia Gendron is a, I would call her a wall watcher. She's a person who's up on the on the wall and watching what God is doing in San Diego County and beyond. And uh, it's really wonderful to see that she's listening and quick to obey. And she's an example, I would call somebody whom God has said, I've got something special for you to do. And Julia, you've listened, and I, I see you involved in a calendar and a newsletter, and I, but I also see you involved in so many different ministries around San Diego County. So tell us a little bit about Julia Gendron and how Holy Spirit has been talking to you. He's been saying a lot of things, and you were being obedient to so many things. Julia. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. It's a special day for me because it's my mom's birthday, and uh, she had passed away uh, four years ago. And a year after she got saved, she led me to the Lord. And it's been a magnificent journey since then. And... 
you know, when I first got saved, I uh, had a love encounter with the Lord. I uh, heard his voice. I saw his face. And I just started uh, going to church and reading the word. And and one of the things that I noticed was that uh, there was so much um, in the Bible, in the book of Acts, about being the hands and feet of Jesus. And I always had that in my heart. And I started doing ministry in terms of, you know, uh, Sunday school, like wherever the church needed me, I would be a part of that. And, but there was always a longing in my heart for the more of God. And I didn't know how to connect into that. And about six years ago, I walked into a home group from Rock Church Point Loma. And in that home group, they were moving in the fullness of the gospel. And it was so exciting. Mm -hmm. So then the book of Acts came alive for me, especially when I uh, read in Matthew 7 through 8. And as you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. And that really really touched me uh, in a deep way. And I started asking the Lord, what do you want me to do, God? (laughs) You know, my friends, that's one of the most dangerous questions you as a believer can ask, but it's also one of the most rewarding uh, questions that you can ask because he will tell you. Yeah, so good. So with that, um, he led me into... uh, with the Rock Church to be part of chaplaincy, which is outside of the walls of the church. And um, as uh, a chaplain, you know, you do home visits, hospital visits, and and just bless people in the community. And then he, he led me into this, uh, the pastoral support team, which is equipping to be uh, the support of the pastors of the church. And it was a two-year program that's now one year. And it's just and, amazing. And what church was this in particular? Rock, also Rock, Rock Church. church yeah, in Rock Point, Ch- in, uh, in uh, City Heights. City Heights. City Heights, yeah. Okay. By then, City Heights had opened in 2015. And uh, during that time, you know, Rock Church is my Sunday church. But Red Seal <laughs> exploded into its own amazing ministry in uh, 2014. So no longer in the home but now at uh, Claremont Christian Fellowship in 2014. And I became a part of their ministry team and the equipping and the learning of the love of the Father. It was the basis of um, all uh, that was taught there. And it's just been an amazing journey. Um, So I'm also part of the Red Seal ministry team. Yeah, and so, you know, as God, as you know, as I'm listening to what the Lord wants for me, and I know that there's more, I'm stepping into uh, my calling, but the destiny that they had for me, and I want the fullness of what he has for me. I've observed in San Diego County, I've been around San Diego County for many, many years, looking for this level of oneness, this level of unity in the body of yeah. Christ here, and it goes beyond denominational lines, and it thrills my heart when you say, my Sunday church is here. I got a Tuesday church here. Yeah. But as I look at you and the ministry you're involved in, you are intimately involved with many, many churches and many, many pastors and many, many leaders, but also many, many 
parishioners so much so that you it's hard to really tell you're planted uh, your roots go you know it talks about joseph and his roots the the branches go over the wall while your branches and your roots go everywhere in san diego county and that's one of the things that has stirred you to to do a ministry or ministries that is unique but when you when you're tracking julia Gendron, you realize she's everywhere all the time yes i love it because uh, <laughs> The kingdom of God is exciting and fresh and new. And uh, when when I um, was asking the Lord about what is it that you want me to do outside of the church, um, he led me to uh, starting Miraculous Mall Ministry City Heights. Miraculous and, Mall, as in shopping as mall. shopping mall, yeah. Ministry. Mi- yeah. In, from the uh, City Heights yes. campus. And within one, you know how when God gives you a vision, it happens yep. really quick. Within five days, I heard from him. He told me who to speak to. And it, after five days, I'm, I'm already set up at Mission Valley Mall. And now is this, uh, how many days a week are you doing it, like on a weekend? Or what's that well, look like? It's, um, I started in February of 2016. And uh, right now, I'm there on Thursday evenings. This is brand new that I started Thursday evenings, the second and fourth Thursday from 6.30 to 8.30. So it's just phenomenal what happens at the mall. So just, here you go. Uh, here mm-hmm. I am going to the mall. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. I'm looking for things or ha- having to get this fixed or, you know, uh, repaired. And I'm going to the mall because there's those stores there. But also, I want, want to buy this pair of shoes or this blah, 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 blah fill in the blank. And uh, But I'm a little bit downtrodden and things like that. And so I'm walking through the mall and there's this person. Do you have a, a table there as well? I do. I uh-huh. have a table and it says free prayer. Free that's, prayer. Yeah, that's what the Lord said, put a free prayer sign. And uh, it's just been amazing The what has happened at the mall. Uh, when I first started, I remember one of the most pivotal moments was there was a man who was walking and he was talking on his phone. And all of a sudden you could just see devastation on his face and he looked over to the free prayer sign and he made a beeline over to the to to our table and said right then he's devastated his wife asked him for a divorce are you talking about that very phone call yeah that phone call yes and so we were able to uh comfort him uh pray for him minister to him and he he left feeling loved Feeling not, uh, feeling encouraged. Yeah, considering how devastating he was. But when you when you speak the words of the love of the Father to someone, it touches them deep. And uh, yeah, that was one of the most profound things that I saw of inner healing for someone. Wow. And but I also see that beyond that, I see you know I I know a lot of different people at at a lot of different churches that are going out doing ministries maybe at the beach or some if it's praise and worship related and things like that and i see you at many of these things as well and i know you have a heart like i do that we want to see god bring his body together in san diego county so you've partners with with leaders of leaders and we're going to have some of those on on, as guests on the show to give their perspective on this but but you, you really have a vision for san diego county and part of that is to let people know what's going on so take it away julia oh yeah absolutely when uh when I started uh, going out to mall ministry, there was a collaboration that happened with Red Seal, 
because uh, they're now that is Rick and Maria. Rick and Maria Signs, yeah. And so they opened um, Miraculous Mall Ministry at uh, Plaza Bonita on Mondays and on Fridays at North County Fair, and it's just been just wonderful. Um, there's also other leaders that are um, teaching people and activating people about how to move in the love of the Father and bring the kingdom of God through demonstration. There you go. Right, of, of uh, healing, of encouragement through a prophetic word. And uh, some of those people have been uh, stand on. He has a normal Christianity, and I've been one of, his, one of the leaders of his um, uh, to go to do outreach out into the malls in the community when he has that. And um, it's just, it's just one, also Jamie Weston, right? Because yes, he yes. has Activate Love. And I've also been on his leadership team as well. I think we're going to actually, the next segment, we're going to have Stan Dawn coming on the line. And uh, so we're going to bring him on in the next segment. But here's what I'm seeing my friends in San Diego County and beyond, God is knitting together people that uh, would not characteristically be knit together because I go to this church. Oh, I go to this church and mm-hmm. I go to this church or I, I have a heart. I don't not going to church, but I have a heart for God and God's saying, I'm building my kingdom. It's okay to have, go to churches. In fact, I encourage that. But beyond that, he's bringing people together outside or in, in, harmony with these other churches and all of a sudden it gets to be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in San Diego. You have a real heart and vision for that, don't you? I do. Be- yeah, I do because uh, I've gotten prophetic words spoken over me that I was a bridge builder. Yes. And so I asked the Lord, what does that look like? And through uh, a vision, I saw the, the newsletter where it's uh, talking about all of the different ministries that meet on a weekly basis, uh-huh. but also the events that are happening where people can go any day of the week to uh, be in the community of people who are on fire yes. with the love of God that want to take that out into the community. And I don't think there's been a calendar like that that I've heard of, but there you are. God says, Julia, how about you? And you go, okay. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> what we're going to do on this show, and my friend, uh, I'm going to ask Julia to periodically post her uh, calendars for what's going on in San Diego County and so that you can come to the Come Together San Diego fan page and see that as well. My friends, you know, God is stirring you to connect with other people. Some of it may be other leaders of leaders and some of it may be parishioners or just uh, the everyday Christians like you and me, my friend, and tying us together. And it's going to be a remarkable time as he builds his kingdom. Julia Gendron and her first guest Caller will be with us in the next segment. Buckle up because you're going to get some things into your brain and your any scales are going to fall off your eyes about what God is doing in San Diego County. But more than that, the part you get to play. So Julia and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, you know, Scripture says to go into the highways and byways and compel them to come into the family of God. Well, my co-host for this hour, Julia Gendron, 
is one of those people who goes in the highways and byways and compels them to come in. But in her journeys on the highways and byways, she meets other people on the highway and byways compelling other people to come in. And all of a sudden you realize that they're partnering with one another in a variety of different ways. So and as I first met Julia, I see her out in the environment in San Diego County beyond denominational lines, encouraging people just to be whom God has called them to be. Maria, I, I love that about you. I said Maria, I meant Julia. We had Maria on our first hour. Sorry about that, Julia. (laughs) So uh, it's great to see you doing that, encouraging other people. And don't we have somebody on the line who falls into that category? Oh, absolutely. Why don't you do the introduction? Yes. uh, Stan Don. Yes. Yes. He is amazing. He has been one of the people who's been so instrumental in helping me to move uh, in what's called normal Christianity, which is uh, heal the sick. Cast out demons, raise the dead. Yes. Pretty, so so yeah. you said what we call normal Christianity. Christianity my, yeah. my listening friend, you go, that's not normal to me. Well, God <laughs> wants it to be normal to you, yes. doesn't he, Julia? Absolutely. Yeah. This is, it's kingdom life. This is a demonstration of the love and power of the kingdom of God. That when the kingdom of God is at hand, there's transformation. There's an encounter with the love of God. Yes. And stand on is uh, a person who equips others to walk in this and uh, he has uh, his regular seminars called normal christianity i got an yeah. idea yeah instead of talking about him let's talk with him awesome hey stan you're on the line good to have you with us stan don hi Chad. Yes. hi julia nice to hear you guys and all that's going on uh it's been an exciting show well, appreciate that, Stan. You know, God is doing stuff in San Diego County and beyond. And guess what, my listening friend? If you have a desire to be involved in it, God wants to put you right in the thick of it. So what is God stirring in your heart, Stan, Don? I know you're doing teaching and things like that, but you also have a lifestyle ministry that you're living as well. So I'm going to let Julia and you carry on this conversation, and I'll kind of jump on in wherever necessary. But start out by kind of giving an overview of Stan, Don, and Holy Spirit teaming up. Well, I think it's like Jesus said, that these signs shall follow those who believe. And he said specifically, you know, if you believe, these signs shall follow you. That We don't have to chase signs. <laughs> they, they follow us. And, um, you know, it's just the, this, the goodness of God, like Julia said, it's all about his love. And for us, if we believe in that, like Jesus said, didn't I tell you, if you believe, you shall see these things. And so it's just a matter of connecting with the reality of God. <clears throat> and what the Bible says is, you know, it's to be experienced. And love has to be demonstrated. It can't just be just word only. Uh, and that's why the Bible says we have to love in deed and in truth and not just in word. So I think for us to come into that place now where it's no longer just orthodoxy, which is right teaching, but orthoproxy, which is right living or the application of God's truth. And many of us, you know, know what Scripture says, and we even believe it, and we kind of think, well, you know, I'd like to live like that, but how do I do it? And that's why I love what Julia does, what I do, what others do, like Rick and Maria, is we want to train and equip people to, to walk with Jesus and to experience this life that is just amazing so uh, so stan anybody so stan how is it um that you feel like your calling is as far as uh equipping others 
Well, I think that for me, and you know, I'm a city planner. Uh, I'm, you know, like anybody else, I work a job, but uh, that anybody can walk as a Christian, whether you're a student, you know, a professional, a, a doctor, a car mechanic, wherever you're at, who, that's where you get to minister. That's the place. And Jesus ministered in the marketplace, and he called people that were fishermen and, you know, tax collectors and people that were common folks. And I, I think that's where I like to see, you know, people be able to express and live their Christian life is wherever the sphere that they're in. Stan, it seems to me that you're a guy who not only says that, but you believe in your heart that that in a lot of what you do, your teaching and your writing and things like that you do are many times tied to this. Explain a little bit how God has called you to teach that and perhaps even write about that. Well, I, I, I write very simple, um, you know, encouragement, um, just like the, the Paul writes in the epistles, and, and it's instructional based on what God's Word says. So it's not necessarily like, you know, just the Bible uh, verses, but it's like how do we actually break it down? So what are the steps to, to prophesying? How can we encourage people? How can we hear from God and, and, and speak the way that we're wired how can we pray for people that is simple and, you know, not like extended, you know, long prayer, but very short, just like children pray, Jesus, take the hour away. Amen. Yeah. Uh, so and, Stan, and that's, that's I, I know that I have been greatly touched by your normal Christianity seminars. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, the normal Christianity is God showed me that we need to package something that is very much... Um, uh, participatory, and not just like an all day of just teaching about something, but simple, the biblical truths, and then hands-on practice. So, for example, we can teach a little bit about the prophetic, but then to have people actually sit down and say, God, speak to me. What do you like about me? What do you want me to know about you? And so it, it, this discovery of hearing God's voice, and then doing that with other people, Lord, what do you see in them? What do you want me to know about them? What do you want me to encourage them with? You know, what do you want to say to them? And I've seen it happen. It's so amazing. Uh, and people are crying and saying, oh, my gosh, I needed to hear that. And that was just right on. And many of these people, these are the first time that they've experienced something like this, giving a word to somebody or receiving something like that from somebody. And it's very powerful when you see that, that, yeah, you know what? Jesus made it simple. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we, we can do the same. It's so good. And um, I've also gone on some mission trips with you, right, across the border to Mexico and Brazil, and that was through the Lamplighter School of Supernatural Ministry, where you were, we met as facilitators for year one. And can you speak yeah. a little bit on that? Because it's just been so powerful for me. Well, I think that any time that you take a trip, whether it's Mexico across the border or get on a plane to go somewhere else, you're doing what Jesus said to the to the 12 disciples in the 70. He said, go. And he sent them to the towns to step out of their comfort zone. And you get to experience something supernatural when you do that. That's a promise, um, you know, that God says to go and these things will happen. And just like those disciples, they came back, Jesus, it worked. You know, people got healed. People got delivered. And that's exactly the, ex- the experiences that we uh, experience when we go out. And, and it's exciting to, to see people 
you know, work together you know, on these teams and to share the testimonies and the excitement of experiencing something in a collective group. It's just something very powerful about that. Isn't it exciting, Stan, that God's doing his thing in San Diego County and all of a sudden we realize we are available servants and it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to a particular congregation or or, or church. God's stirring us all together. How remarkable is that? Yeah. And it's wonderful, yeah. So, um, also, what is your calendar like? Your upcoming calendar. I know you also are part of a Sozo ministry team as well. Leader of that. Yeah, I I lead a Sozo ministry team of about fifteen twenty people, and that's an inner healing ministry that where we meet every second and fourth Monday of the month at Faith Community Church San Diego. And again, say that again slowly again. Every fourth Monday of the month at. Every second and fourth Monday of the month at Faith Community Church San Diego. Uh, and if people are interested in wanting to receive a Sozo, which is an inner healing type of ministry, uh, they can send me an email uh, and I can give you that information afterwards or, or you know, contact the church and, and we can schedule you for, for a Sozo. And the church again is? Faith Community Church San Diego. Very good. Stan Donna, I know Julia. I'm looking over here. She's a, she's she's burgeoning with stuff, and she's she's she sloshes when she goes because Holy Spirit has so filled her up. We've got about a minute left in this segment, Julia. How do you want to conclude this segment with Stan? By the way, Stan, thank you for joining us, Stan Don. Yeah. So when uh, when do you have your next normal Christianity seminar scheduled? Uh, right now, it's not scheduled yet, but I'm looking at either the first or second weekend in December. Um, and I'll, I'm getting, waiting for confirmation to, to be able to do that. That's excellent. Thank you, because uh, as soon as there's confirmation, then it'll be on my newsletter. Yes, yes, yes. And my listening friend, what you need to know is Julia is called to, you know, a lot of times there are things going on and you go, how come I didn't know about that? Well, Julia has been called to help you change that because she's putting together a bi-monthly news. It's more than a newsletter. It's a calendar, is it not, Mm -hmm. Uh, of what's going on. And and Stan is in there. And a lot of my listening friends may never have heard the name Stan Don before or his desire to transform the Scripture from the written word to living and being activated in your own lives. Stan, it's been a joy to have you on this segment. Thank you. I'm so appreciative to Julia for introducing us and introducing Stan Don to our listening friends. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Stan. Thank you, Cass. Thanks, Julia. God bless you guys. It's a pleasure. Julia, we've got the rest of the hour uh, available, and I know you have some other friends to call in. My friends, listen to this. God wants to activate you, and he's got other people around like Julia and others to help in the activation. And if you want to find out what that looks like, sounds like, and is like, you have to stay with us because Julia and Kaz will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. This is Frank Harper, pastor in North County. We need more of God this time than we've ever needed him before. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And we are back. 
And uh, Julia Gendron is with me. At the beginning of this hour, I identified her as a wall watcher. And what did you think, Julia? I wasn't sure. I had not actually heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) And then we talked about it during the break. And my, my declaration of a person who is a wall watcher is somebody who actually sits on the walls of a a county or a city and they look out and they can proclaim what's coming and be an encouragement to the people who are within those walls. And this wall, of course, I'm talking about the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ in San Diego. And Julia is what I would call a wall watcher. So when you realized that I was talking about a proclaimer, you said, Oh, I love that. I received that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and you, you know a lot of other what I would call wall watchers, and one of them is on the line right now. Why don't you identify and uh, introduce our next guest? Her name is Maria Sines. Yes, uh, I'd love to. Um, Maria Sines from Red Seal Ministry. Rick and Maria Sines, yes. the signs and wonders. Oh, you love it. Yeah, so we have the wonders part of Red Seal Ministry on the line with uh, Maria Sines. Welcome, uh, Maria. <laughs> the wonders side. Right. Maria Sines. How are yes. you doing, Maria? Hi. Thank you for the nice welcome and the introduction. I appreciate that. Uh, my husband and I are at a uh, conference called Family Reformation right at the moment. Otherwise, Rick would be joining me right now. So I'm here uh, representing Red Seal. and uh, But you're also representing the, the county of San Diego, are you not? Absolutely. We love San Diego. We love to see unity in the body of Christ. Yes, yes, yes. And, I, I, you know, I've been watching Julia for a long time, and I know you have as well, but it's interesting that God is just releasing her into a greater fullness of her calling, and I'm not surprised that that calling is intimately tied to Rick and Maria Signs and Red Seal. So uh, any any yes, thoughts on that? And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow Julia to kind of jump on in and actually carry the bulk of this interview. So go ahead, Maria, and Julia, lay it on us as well. Go ahead, Maria. Okay. Yes, we're just honored to have Julia as part of what we do and also just what, um, uh, what uh, we're doing in San Diego. And it's pretty amazing that, uh, you know, Julia is – is certainly a powerful prophetic intercessor and definitely a watchman on the wall. And what you said about her perfectly describes her. She's always uh, very locked into the Word of God and, you know, makes sure things are biblically sound as well as, you know, seeing the body of Christ come in together in unity. So I love what Julia is doing. We encourage her. We love to see her operate in her gift of um, doing ministry in a lot of different levels that uh, Julie operates. She's a multifaceted, very gifted person, and certainly, you know, able to bridge, bring bridge builder and bring people together. Yes, Maria, thank you. That was just so beautiful. Uh, I feel so encouraged. And Red Seal has been so instrumental in bringing uh, and teaching and encouraging so many people in their destiny and calling. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about what Red Seal is about? Sure. Uh, Right now, we're actually at a family reformation conference that's been hosted for three days. And actually tonight, uh, Steve Backlund is here. So anybody that's in the area wants to come and join this meeting, Steve Backlund is an amazing uh, voice into uh, helping people, uh, you know, deal with the identity issues and declaring the Word of God. So. Uh, he will also be, I just kind of want to shout out to this, he'll be at um, Awakening International 
church service tomorrow morning for all the North County folk. And you can look for the directions at, I think it's uh, awakeninginternational.church. But yeah, we, we're, Rick, my husband, Rick and I, we're connecting more um, with Awakening International and Crosspoint Church and just bringing together the three, just bringing, um, you know, uh, events in the city. For instance, we did Jesus Heals last August. And it was really predominantly noticeable that there was unity in the body of Christ at this event. And then we did cancer healing event at Sunrise Church, and it was uh, 10 pastors declaring over the city uh, at this meeting. And 28 churches were represented in the volunteer um, group or team. And we're going to do another Jesus Heals event uh, in Balboa Park, same place, Oregon Pavilion, September believe it's September 2nd, we're locked in, and my husband just got the permit. So we're excited about what God's doing in the city. We're excited about bringing unity and, and running with other leaders and pastors in the region that want to see the same thing happen in oh, San Diego. Absolutely. So, so, Red Seal is yeah. all about unity, right? Because yes, yes. when you have your events, there's um, amazing unity of, of the body of Christ, but also at Red Seal, People come from all different churches, and there's a representative mm-hmm. of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. and also at the malls as well. Can mm-hmm. you speak a little yeah, bit more about we, that? We love that. We have a lot of different people come from different churches to the Tuesday night meeting, so we're a Tuesday night meeting. Uh, a lot of people have said that this is their church, and we say, okay, we're Tuesday, we're not Sunday, and, you know, you know, and um, who, whoever said that there had, you had to go to church just on Sunday? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So there's you know, freedom. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, there is. I mean, we wherever you are experiencing the presence of God, that's where you should go and belong to. Okay. And you're seeing a demonstration of what Jesus represented mm-hmm. when he represented did his ministry. He said, I don't do anything. I don't see the father doing. And he always checked in and he always had this intimacy with God and he and he only did what he saw the Father doing. And that's what we want to do. We just want to release what God is showing us to do. And it's the love of the Father, first and foremost. And then there's a demonstration of his power with it. I mean, when somebody gets healed of cancer and they don't have cancer anymore, they feel the touch of the love of God in a powerful, profound way. Well, you know, one of the so, things, I, I, I've i had a chance to watch you, Maria, we've been friends for a gazillion years, you and Rick and I. Yeah. And, and I've had, a, you know, I've had a, everybody, if you've listened to the show any length of time, you know I have a real heart for God bringing the, the church together in San Diego County. And uh, these two people that are on speaking with me right now, uh, Julia and Maria, definitely have that vision as well. So one of the things that I see about you and Rick is it's not an exclusive your ministry it is god's ministry through you and so many others and i'm seeing you co cohabitate and co-mingle with so many other different ministers and ministries but also parishioners why don't you sp- speak briefly about that because god is doing something unique in san diego county is he not maria yeah yeah he he is definitely there is history is being changed there's definitely uh, an atmospheric change in our region that we've never seen before i think you can agree kaz that we're seeing pastors and leaders come together on so many levels that we've never actually seen. But I believe that it's been years of people praying and the, and the sprouting of those seeds are, 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 are blossoming. And we're seeing people like 
pastors in, in different parts of the region have been praying for 30 years, and we're actually seeing they're actually seeing their prayers be answered, and we just get to step into it. We, you know, we were saying yes, and this is what this is what we're 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 going after, and and um, this is kingdom. I believe this is what the kingdom. This is what Jesus meant, you know, when he said the kingdom is here. That there is, we're not we're not on our own agenda. We have an agenda of His agenda. Yes. Amen. And what does that look like? Let, let me right? ask you both. I'm going to ask you and Julie a question. See how you both answer this. Uh, there's no doubt about God doing a unifying thing in San Diego t- County. So Maria first, and then Julia. What can we do to mess this up? How can we get our little fingerprints on there and mess up God's <laughs> plan for unity in the body of Christ? Start with you, Maria, and then Julia. Take it away. I really feel like God is calling the body of Christ to clean up the bride, to, to start to be looking like the bride. That's a, that has to be on a, on a personal level first. I believe that as we get really clear within ourselves, get rid of offenses, let go of past, let go of anything that's hindering you from coming into a deeper intimacy with God, and then we're going to start to uh, release that. That's what we're going to give away, and then we're going to start. That becomes very contagious. And we're going to start to see a shift in the body of Christ. And we're going to see that we can move as a, as a burning one, fiery one. And I feel like God's just really telling the body of Christ to, to really lay down things and really, uh, you know, just deal with things that are deep in your heart so that you don't let anything get in the way of what God is destined for you to do. And so it really looks like a personal understanding of identity in Christ. And uh, so we've been doing a 30-day challenge, Red Seal Challenge. We read Ephesians 1, 1 and 2 twice a day for 30 days. And wow. we're already hearing this amazing transformation just by reading those two yeah. chapters. Yeah. And it's all based on identity. You know, Maria, one of the things that I'm uh, realizing, if we dedicate ourselves to hearing Holy Spirit, He'll take care of the bringing the church together, but we have yeah. to just be listen, yeah. listening well, as we say. Maria Science, yeah. thanks for joining me. I'm going to let Julia take it from here, but because we're ending okay. this segment, I want to say thank you so much, and as does Julia as well, for, for joining us on this segment. Oh, yeah. Thank you so thank much, you. Maria. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, Julia, so I'm going to leave it. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. You're okay. one of my favorites. Uh, Julia, um, we, <laughs> so, so Julia, in the 30 seconds left in this segment, give us this, your observation of how we have to be careful not to do this wrong because Holy Spirit has a big plan and we can't, you know, me, my church, I, this is my thing. He, he, he wants to get us past that. So speak a word of de- declaration in that as we transition into the next segment. Yeah, I believe in the mighty name of Jesus that we need to keep our eyes focused on the Lord, that if we keep our, our, our eyes focused on him, he will lead us and guide us on the path of life. And I declare that over each one of you. Stay in the secret place. Listen to the heartbeat of the Father. Let him guide you. In, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My listening friend, we're going to discover what that actually looks like in the next segment. Julia Gendron... And I will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. 
Yes, yes, yes. Julia Jindrin is with me, and she's been with me for the entire hour. And she's one of, I called her a wall watcher at the beginning, and she wasn't sure what that was, but she realizes that that's a person who sits at a high vantage point and, and proclaims what they see. And uh, I appreciate you doing that. We're going to, Julia, we're going to invest this whole last segment to talk about what you've been seeing in light of what is going on in San Diego County and beyond. Tell us a little bit about your vision for communicating the things that are going on and how this is maybe dovetailing with other people throughout California. Julie Jindrin. Yeah, so um, the Lord gave me a vision of creating um, a newsletter that has a calendar of events of um, the regular uh, weekly meetings, but also uh, the the different events that are uh, and people who are um, coming to give a conference yes. from all over all over the world actually yeah, yeah. and you and haven't so, seen anything like this because it doesn't deal with a specific church it deals with the churches yeah, in San Diego yeah, County and beyond the, yeah with the kingdom absolutely and um, this is mainly because it, it came out of that not everybody's on social media some people take breaks from social media some people are not on social media at all. And I saw the need, and I prayed about it, and the Lord said, just create a newsletter because you're a bridge builder. Yes, you are. Yes, bring the people together. And uh, I started this in February of 2016, and it's just grown from there. People will contact me regarding their events, regarding their meetings, and up, uh, update me on what's happening. I send it out every two weeks. And um, it's just been wonderful. Right now I have about 300 subscribers and counting. Yes. Um before we get any further, my friend, take a pen, pen or pencil and get ready to note. How do you make? Uh, how do you have a person become a subscriber? Just send me an email. And let me know that you would like to be uh, to receive my um, newsletter called "Upcoming Meetings and uh, Events in San Diego." Yeah. So, but your your email address is, is J the number two G the number two at me M E. Dot com. Okay, again, it's Julia Gendron, so it's J2, J2 the number two, mm-hmm. G, G2 at me, me, M-E, M-E, dot com. Dot com. Yep. Okay, my listening friend, I'm expecting you guys to send a note to Julia and say, give me this calendar, because I'll tell you what, on this calendar, you're not going to see a calendar like this. I mean, this is not dealing with a specific church, it's dealing with the churches of San Diego County, those who are on the forefront of what God is doing and desires to uh, move in kingdom mentality. Is that not right, Julia? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There is a thread here. These, All of the churches are um, have a kingdom mindset where they want to uh, encourage others to walk in their calling and destiny, equip them. Uh, through uh, the meetings or through the conferences and events that come to San Diego from all over the world, and um, to see the kingdom of God advance. I focus mainly on San Diego County because we have uh, an amazing uh, opportunities every single day to go to either a meeting or an event and experience the kingdom, experience the love of the Father, see demonstration of the kingdom through a healing or through a prophetic word, get an impartation, an activation. And a lot of times people in these meetings, they get on fire for God and go out of the walls of the church to do the same, to demonstrate the kingdom outside the walls of the church. Yes, yes, yes. And you were telling me an interesting story there. God has called you to do this for San Diego County, but all of a sudden, the more you're speaking with other people, God has called other people in other 
counties to do similarly, and there's a a, a, a way that these are being tied together. That, together, tell me about that entity and, and what this looks like. Yeah, it was, amazing. It is amazing. One day, I just got an email from someone. Uh, who, her name is Melinda Young, and she created a website called CaliforniaConnecting.org, CaliforniaConnecting.org. And she shared that there she has other like-minded people like me who are doing exactly what I'm doing in their county. And I, uh, every time I set up my, my uh, newsletter, I email it to her. She uploads it to her California Connecting, and there's um, dozens of, of other people who have countywide um, spirit-filled events on this website. <laughs> so it's, you're telling me, you're, you're telling me, if I want to take a drive from from Southern California north, if I access this uh, CaliforniaConnecting.org, I will find activities going on as as I journey up there, so I can just drop in to all these different God-inspired activities. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. This is a move of the Holy Spirit trying to connect not only the people in San Diego in the unity of the body of Christ. At this level right now, I'm seeing it's to connect California and to pray. There's so many prayer events happening to heal the land of California in Jesus' name. We do need that. And my friend, if anything has uh, emphasized that is this uh, November 6th elections and the outcome of that. Uh, I've seen a concerted effort from believers, but uh, uh, God has bigger plans than just people just huddled together and praying. He wants to activate his believers throughout California, of course, and beyond, but we're talking California in particular, and we're talking San Diego County in particular. Yeah. He wants to bring us together in ways that we haven't even imagined. So this is one of those venues or opportunities to do that, and it's it's called CaliforniaConnecting.org, but you'll find some of the things, many of the things that Julia has seen and is seeing going on in San Diego County in there as a part of the elements. Is that not right? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Um, California Connecting is also, they have a, an aspect of it that uh, encourages people um, to vote or to be, to know about what's going on uh-huh. in terms of bills that are being passed that we may not know about. Yeah, or um, things that are happening in the, in the government. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they are involved in bringing more light to that area that we may not know about. And so... It's multifaceted. Yes, but you, yeah, I've seen you, and I've seen this newsletter calendar that you're doing is multifaceted as well. And my listening friend, I've invited uh, Julia to uh, come on to our fan page and place this information. Is now it's bi monthly, so you have a lot of things to uh, include there. So I've invited her to come to our Come Together San Diego Facebook fan page and post it here. Uh, as often as she gets a new edition. So my listening friend, this is an encouragement to you if you do not uh, have access or you have not yet accessed the Come Together San Diego page on Facebook, go to Facebook and enter into the uh, subject matter up at the top to say Come Together San Diego fan page and you will get that and then you'll also beginning very soon be able to access Julia Gendron's uh, updates on what's going on in San Diego County bi-monthly. So want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, there, you know, there's regular meetings that are happening in San Diego every single day. Yes. One of them that I have on my newsletter is uh, the Fire and Glory Outpouring. The Fire and Glory Outpouring. Yes, it's held at the Heart of God Church, and they meet every Wednesday through Sunday at 7 p.m. And it is amazing because they re- 
they they worship and release signs, wonders, and miracles, and they operate in the glory, the mm. fire, the passion, and the glory of the Lord. And on the days that they're not, um, that you know they're they're resting, there's Lamplighter Revival Center mm-hmm. on Mondays in East Mir- County, in East County, in El Cajon, M- Miracle Mondays. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! If you've never been to a Miracle Monday, you, it's time to go. Rob, yes. Robin Barbara Stark. Yes, actually, actually, yeah. actually, dear friends, you know it's amazing when you knock around in San Diego County, you rub shoulders with people. Each one has a vital ministry, and, and as God is connecting these together, it blows your mind. Yes. and that one of the, your callings is to actually identify these different heart cries and bring them together. So uh, I, as a just an everyday person, I can go to some place and I go, oh, this is happening there, this is happening there, and we can fill in God's schedule through us. Oh, absolutely, and. On Tuesday is Red Seal Ministries uh-huh. with Rick and Maria Signs. It's just phenomenal. Um, and we have live worship. Oh, it's just so beautiful from people, worshiper, worship leaders from all over San Diego County. Yeah, and, and as I stroll through this, I mean, a lot of different churches throughout the county are, are mentioned here. But beyond the things that are going on on a, you know, on a calendar basis, you also have things that are going on like every xyz of uh, of the week you know and so that's in there as well and other special venues as well yeah exactly the right now what's happening is uh steve backlin is going to be speaking tonight at tonight uh, tonight at saturday uh, night saturday night yeah at uh life point uh, cross point life church in la mesa yes yes which very sappington yeah which is amazing (laughs) and also um, at uh, a church called uh, San Diego Living Water in uh, City Heights on El Cajon Boulevard, there's um, Art Thomas is doing a healing and gifts and activation conference. My mind. And yeah, he'll they'll also be at Church Sid Canoe tomorrow at 10 a.m. Which is Sunday morning. Sunday at 10. morning, yeah. Julia, I mean, it's amazing what God is doing in San Diego County. And if you want to find out what that is about, I'm going to invite uh, Julia to post this on our Come Together San Diego. Facebook fan page, and you can be able to find it there shortly. And we're running out of time, Julia Gendron, but I have to tell you, my listening friend, what an honor to have her. I've observed her from afar. She's, I would call her a wall watcher, and now she knows what that is. It's a viewer and uh, of what's going on in the county and a proclaimer. So in the next 60 seconds we have to the close of the program, Julia Gendron, I'm going to have you proclaim what you're seeing in San Diego County so that people can get an idea of what God is doing, not only in the county, but within them. Julia Gendron, lay it on us. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. You know, the body of Christ is becoming united, that it's not just a single castle, but it is the kingdom of God. And in Jesus' name, I proclaim that there's even more unity, such deep unity that we become the family of God. Mm. Yes. And that we care for one another and, and, and speak life over each other, call out their, their, the destiny, the calling of how God sees them, the treasure that they are, that, that it'll just be normal Christianity. Yes, yes. Julia Gendron, thanks for joining me on this hour of Come Together San Diego. My listening friend, I know uh, that you're starting to get an idea that Come Together San Diego has a purpose, and our purpose here is to inspire you and help you discover what your calling is in the body of Christ. More next week. Julia, thank you for joining me. My listening friend, good to have you, and tune in next week. Toodaloo!
Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.